informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Like a chrysalis, we're emerging from the economy of the Industrial Revolution. An economy confined to and limited by the Earth's physical resources into the economy in mind, in which there are no bounds on human imagination, and the freedom to create is the most precious natural resource. Welcome to the Soul of Enterprise, business in the knowledge economy, sponsored by Sage, creating uh, freedom for small and independent businesses to succeed. I'm Ron Baker, along with my uh, co-host, Ed Kless, who will be here momentarily after his session. Folks, we are live here in New Orleans at the Sage Summit 2015, and I am so excited. We have a fantastic guest today, Tom Hood the executive director and CEO of the Maryland Association of CPAs. I believe one of the most innovative, if not the most innovative person in the CPA world, certainly one of the best state societies in the country. Tom, welcome to the Soul of Enterprise. Ron, it's great to be here. It's an honor to have you. So I know this is just going to go so fast and you've been CEO of, of uh, MACP CPA since January of 1997. What did you do before that? So my career was in business and industry my whole life. So I was a CFO of a highway construction company in that by 15 years before that and always in the corporate side of the CPA world. Okay. And, and how'd you get into the MACPA? What, what led to that? Well, the MACPA was my mentor. The minute I became a CPA, I was told to join it and become active in it, which I did. And uh, being on committees and all that, I was past chair. So anyhow, the point is, the association was my mentor, and when my um, w my company got acquired, hostily acquired, and I was placing it as a CFO, getting ready to go into the job market, the executive director was a good friend of mine. She said, have you ever thought about putting your name in the hat here when we uh, when I retire? And I'm like, wow, that'd be kind of interesting. So I put my name in the hat, here I am. Wow, the rest is history. Well, that's great. Well, I know you've been in involved in so many great initiatives, the Vision Project back in the 90s, right? You've been kind of pounding on the profession, lead, trying to lead the way, blazing the trail. What, what are the changes that you see going on in the accounting profession? I mean, we're here at Sage Summit. It's a big accounting software. A lot of accountants are here. What are some of the big changes you see going on in the profession? So, so the big changes that are being driven right now, right? Technology, obviously, that's one of the reasons why I'm here, is driving lots of change in everything, including our profession. So that's creating that. Demographics, right? This whole shift change from the baby boomers to the Xers and millennials, yeah. that's creating lots of stuff going on. So all those things are creating this dynamic environment where it's ripe for change and opportunity. That's all been buffered though by the fact that every CPA feels overwhelmed by this pace of change. So I think there's this like dichotomy between CPAs who are too busy to think about what we need to do to change and those who in fact are adopting and embracing it and figuring it out. Right. Like you, like Ed. Yeah, I mean, I know they, they always complain about the over-regulation, whether they're in tax or audit. Now, not only do they have to deal with this flood of regulation and law changes, but they also have to deal with all these digital changes and technological changes. It's really hard. Do you think firms are doing a good job um, attracting millennials and making the profession um, attractive to younger kids? Not enough. Many firms are starting to make a lot of changes. There have been a lot of positive changes going on. But quite a few, I still hear the idea of the sweat factory. To your point, you know, you guys are the father of the billable hour notion, getting rid of it. That's a big 
problem. And that they haven't gone to a value pricing idea is making is creating this notion that this billable hour is keeping these folks, young folks, tied to their desks, if you will, and they're not getting out, they're not able to innovate, and they're not able to move in a much more fluid direction. And many of them are leaving the profession or becoming entrepreneurs on their own. And Tom, when they leave, they don't come back, do they? No, that's the big problem, right? They are, in fact, leaving altogether. That worries me quite a bit. And, and it's really interesting. I mean, I know we do a lot of work on the billable hour and we're trying to get rid of the timesheet, but I think it's broader than that. I really think the profession needs to move to a results-only work environment. And I know there are some firms that are doing it. In fact, I think there's a couple in your state, yep. uh, great state of Maryland, that are doing it. But I just don't see that idea picking up that quickly in the profession either. And that scares me because I do think that's the future. Ryan, we, we do tons of work with students and young professionals, right? We keep surveying them, finding out what they what's critical to them. And the number, you know, the things that they're asking for haven't changed at all. In fact, they've gotten more urgent. Things like flexibility in the work environment. That means flexible hours, right? Which means I can, it's results only, so I can work, go home, come back and work later on from home. Um, work-life balance or work-life integration, another one. Development, they want to be developed, and they know that if the firm isn't investing in their skill set, that they're becoming obsolete. They might not ever have a good job after they leave that firm. Right, right. Another issue, Tom, that's really interesting because we had dinner the other night and we got into a, this big discussion is the future of continuing professional education. And I know you're doing lots of innovative areas in that. Can you speak to that for a while? Yeah, I think we've been we've been watching and playing around with the social media. I mean, the social learning issues, right? We, learning is social. And the other thing is what skills CPAs need. And the research from the Vision Project, from the Horizons Project, are that we need a new and different set of skills that are... You, you'll love this, the competency-based idea, right? Sure. We need new competencies like strategic thinking, communication, collaboration, things that aren't technical. Technical, most CPAs get. They get right. that and they know how to get it. So we're, we've now decided that there's five things that are critical from a future learning perspective, right? Social, mobile, needs to be able to become anywhere, anywhere anytime, right? Yep. Collaborative, competency-based, and where possible in the cloud so that, you can, again, you can access the learning you need when you need it. So we're almost getting to a mindset of like just when you need it learning. And then how do we take that just when you need it learning and create a collaboration, kind of a wisdom bank for a firm or a company or an organization? Because when you get that learning, you want to make sure it's shared by more people. Right. I, I want to drill down one of those five that you mentioned because I, I, those are great. And the competency base, that does that essentially mean you have to demonstrate competence in the subject matter, whether it's a test or verbal something, write a report, do something. There has to be some demonstration. Correct. Apply it to the job, right? And that could be as simple as writing down, this is how I would apply this to my job, right? Just le reflective learning. Like, okay, I got the concept. I, got, I, talked to, I saw Ron Baker do his thing, and we talked about value pricing. Now, here's an example of how I would do that in my job. That would be an example of bringing that kind of building that competency. It might not be the perfect example it's already developed, but that's where you're headed. Right. And that's certainly better than measuring hours, isn't it? I mean, because that's an input measurement. It's yeah. not an output. What did I learn? I mean, you might be able to learn something incredible for in 15 minutes. I, I learned more in this place hanging out with you at dinner than I did in some of the sessions, right? So how do you account for that? Yeah, yeah. It, it, the old metrics uh, is, are just so irrelevant, the Im whole input. Um, the other interesting thing I, I, I think is you talk about micro learning. Can you describe that? Yeah, micro or nano, we were, we were one of the first states in the nation to get the regulators to approve that idea. So in Maryland, and now there's a national exposure draft that gets to this, but 10-minute mm -hmm. nuggets of CPE are, are valid. 
what we believe is if you get down to like literally we're looking at Twitter base like how many people read blogs or look at YouTubes or TED talks or all those kind of things could you get those record that and get credit so we are working on a new platform right we call Plip professional learning in your pocket um, we've also developed this nano learning package with a leading futurist and author Dan Burris that that talks about three minute nano learning with a rapid application tool so three minute single subject learn this concept now apply it and think about it to your work and answer these questions and and that kind of strung together creates a nice module that leads this whole new set of competencies so that's where we think the future is right we're going to be learning in much much smaller intimate but th it's going to save you time yet you're going to learn more and that's what we think is exciting about that right because you're going to actually be able to apply it to your job exactly it, that's that, the thing it's like it's, it's reflective learning instead of just sitting there and let people throw learning at you you're now engaged in that learning and it could be writing writing down what it means or tweeting something about it or, and then we're starting to talk about badges how do we use badges as another way of indicating social learning so it may or may not qualify for CPE which all CPAs seem that they only learn if it qualifies for CPE we have to break that mindset right right but the fact is you can learn and you can have different ways of recognizing that learning or demonstrating that competency as you would say right right because some people learn different too some absolutely people can learn audibly and audibly like listening to this segment should be cpe worthy right yeah um, let me ask you about this the uberization of cpe uh, I just did a webinar a few weeks ago for cpaacademy.org. I know you know Scott Zarek, great yep. guy. And he's kind of turned the whole model on its head. He charges the instructor, basically, per person. But we had 1,200 people on the line, Tom. Yeah. And and when I teach for the Cal I teach for California Society, we might have 20 people in the class live. Um, how do you think the state should deal with this radical innovation? I think a lot of the state societies are trying to figure this out. So is the, so is the American Institute of CPAs. And many of us are trying to collaborate together to leverage our kind of extra strengths. But I think the answer is we have to reinvent ourselves, right? The old model doesn't work anymore. So we're no different than any other business or industry. We're getting disrupted by technology. So now we think, in Maryland, we think it's about harnessing technology to be more innovative and creative about how we approach learning, and that's why we're playing around with some of those key areas. I think every state, there's many of them that are starting to begin to do that. Right, right. So I think that's what we have to all do, right? We have to reimagine what it could be to learn and teach CPAs new skills. Excellent. Well, let me ask you this. What is the number one issue facing the accounting profession, in your opinion? It's that they're too busy to spend time getting better. So they're all sucked inward right now. That's what we hear in every survey I say, every survey we do, no matter what age. And that's preventing them from doing that. Wow, that's profound. You know, our, our, I think you know Rick Payne. Our good friend Rick Payne says professional, professional or personal development before practice development. And we, we kind of well have, said. Yeah, we have this growth for the sake of growth. So we're here at Sage Summit 2015. What's been your favorite parts of the summit? It's incredible. I think uh, Colin Powell, Deepak Chopra in the beginning, very inspirational leadership message. That's the kind of thing we have to learn more how to do is inspire our young people. So I think for me, the takeaway is how can we help our CPAs become more inspirational leaders? Because that's what will keep these young people involved. And then get into value pricing and, and get rid of time cheating, all those kind of things. So I think... That's incredible. And the fact that this is the biggest small business gathering, I think, in the world, they said. Yeah, seven to 8,000 small businesses, biggest gathering in the world. So if that doesn't tell people this technology thing is changing the world, we got to get on, on board. That's excellent. You know, I just did a session today on replacing the annual performance appraisal, and your association is, is doing that, aren't you? Yep, we're trying to, we're, try, we're using AARs, after action reviews. Action re 
we're, we're going to kind of flip it instead of a performance review, talk about a career conversation and start talking about what it means to develop each other. And we're starting to put in some 90-day metrics kind of inspired by Google's OKR method and see if we could do that. Excellent. Well, Tom Hood, thank you so much. We're going to have to have you on the show Ron, uh, live, but th this was great. Thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the summit. Loved it. Thank you, man. You want the truth? Face the facts. This is voiceamerica.com. Depend on it. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. As an entrepreneur, you're on an adventure, but there are parts of your business like revenue and expenses that don't feel very adventurous. At Sage One, we get it. We give you tools like easy invoicing, simple accounting and reporting, so you can tackle your less exciting tasks by automating them. Stronger control of the numbers means more opportunities for profits. Sage One has integrated payment options that can actually increase your cash flow. Getting paid faster? Yes, please. It's time to take the boring out of business and get back in the action. Visit SageOne.com today. Your free trial is waiting. Informative. Educational. Insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned into The Soul of Enterprise with Ron Baker and Ed Kless. To find out more about our show, visit Verisage.com. You may also tweet us at Verisage. That's V-E-R-A-S-A-G-E. -E. Now, back to the soul of enterprise. Well, I am Ed Kless. Hey, Ron, how you doing? Hey, welcome, Ed. Yeah, Glad thank you're you. back. J just finished up a session. 
Excellent. my last session of Sage Summit 2015, the largest gathering of small and medium-sized businesses in the world. And here with us, the person who really made that all happen, the Executive Vice President of Marketing, Global Marketing for Sage, Gaby Bucko. Welcome. You, you put on a heck of a shindig. Why, thank you. <laughs> it's my pleasure. I've had such a good time. I hope you guys have too. Oh, oh it's been God. awesome. The, I, this, everything you guys I did so was I so don't do this alone. You realize that. No, this I know. This is so not me. I have a fantastic group of people who work with me, and uh, they are super excited because it's gone so well. They are. Uh, really, and uh, for years, some of my p favorite people on the planet, by the way, your, your team. They're ju just awesome. Because really, I mean, I've been speaking at Summit for, this is my 14th year. 13th year as a Sage employee, but 14th year speaking as Summit, at Summit. And uh, they, they have made me look great. <laughs> they <laughs> make everything I, I look know, great. I know, and I've, I truly appreciate that. So it's, it's just fantastic. Well, uh, Gabe, you shared with, 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 the, uh, with our colleagues this morning some fantastic numbers. In fact, <laughs> what you had were a little bit under, and all of a sudden, they just because they just keep going, Sh share with us what you what you've got. It's the response has just been incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, Sage Summit is about having a, a conversation, and what we're really excited about is um, the team that we were just talking about spent uh, weeks and months working with the city of New Orleans to really see what those conversations could be, as well as uh, the national community and the international community. So. To date, it looks like we're pretty close to 50,000 people who viewed online in live streams, not including just the people who are physically here, which we're super excited about. We're pretty close to, uh, if not over at this point, 300 million social impressions, which is just <laughs> phenomenal. We've trended several times. It's incredible. Um, and, you know, the, the number of stories that have gotten picked up is, is currently over 200. Um, and that's just uh, not just about Sage, but about Sage and its customers and its technology. So um, it's, been, uh, it's been killer for yes. sure. Yes. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I remember because we, we've had uh, employee huddle meetings that, that, that Gaby has led the last couple of days. And the first day, I believe that we said, hey, listen, if we're, we're looking for 25 million impressions, is that right? That's like, absolutely right. <laughs> Well, and so it, it, more than ten times, yeah. Gaby. More than ten times. Yeah, I, yeah. Okay, so we might have <laughs> we might have met that KPI. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Check. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, it was uh, it. You know, this is a transformation that we've gone on. Uh, we we tried to listen to the customers and the partners and, and really try to make this what we needed to make it. My team is very attuned. They walk around often. I walk around often. What do we need? What do we need to change? And so we listened. And two years ago, we decided to change just change this up completely. Last year in Vegas was our first time at it. Um, and it was half the size of show floor um, and half of the attendance that we had this year and half of the responses. I mean, last year we had, you know, uh, 12 and a half million and we were thrilled because that was more than the million we had the year before. Um, so this year we, uh, we're super, just, we're so thrilled. It's just, we can't even express that it's been such a nice embrace of the idea. So, uh, I hope uh, Santiago is not listening because then that means for the last two years, we've trended at over a thousand percent growth. So which would mean next year for, we, we would oh. mean three billion impressions. Well, let's be clear. My, uh, my boss has already come to me and said, that's all he did. He just gave me the hand motion. <laughs> signifying up so I can only imagine that next year is going to be uh, more of the same I will say though that the whole goal here is you know even though we're super excited about the numbers and the amounts we want to keep it intimate we want to keep these conversations these one-to-one one-to-many you can decide if you're doing this you know 
with just one person or if you're going to be an instructor-led or if you're going to visit a panel like you did or a conversation yep. like you did. So the whole point of this is we want the numbers, but we want to keep it as intimate as possible. I, and I can't agree with you more. I, I, and literally my first session was actually over at Sage City. Oh, right. And right. I had two people and we sat down at the table and just had a wonderful conversation about increasing user adoption and some ways that they could do that. And then my last session was the you know 200 person place in the in the learning commons. Right. It, right? So I, I personally have run the entire gamut this week. Right. And so it's a, it's it's a differentiation in yeah. the market. Right. Yeah. yeah. No. It's, so it's it's something we think is different. It's different in tech for sure. Uh, it's different in, uh, with small and medium businesses, but we hope it's a, it's a competitive differentiator, both uh, from just a market perspective, but also that you know everybody here and within my mouth shot can hear and understand <laughs> and agree with. Yep. So hey, I wa wanted to ask you. You moderated the panel this, mor this yes, morning. Yes, I did. All right, so you had... Moderate is probably a loose term. Which is exactly what I was going to ask about, right? She had a, a, a pretty challenging role as host. Okay. Right? So let, let Tony Hawk. Trevor Noah. Trevor Noah. Uh -huh. Matthew Weiner. And Matthew Weiner, right? Okay, yeah. All, like, now, these guys can talk. I mean, and they all of them probably could have done a one-hour keynote by themselves, by themselves. Right, with the, with, right, right. So Gaby's now trying to involve them in a conversation that was what, 25 minutes or so like, like that? All right. It so was, it was a 40 minute conversation. It flew by. Though. See? Okay. So <laughs> exactly. Because it only felt like 20 from an audience member perspective. We it was did, 40. I looked at my cards after question one. I asked them each an opening question. I looked at my cards and we were um, 20 minutes into it and I was like, oh, well, cards are gone. <laughs> Let's just gonna. This is gonna be organic, yeah. and we're just gonna keep going with where you're and going. And I'm got gonna organic. try to put and they, it on the rails. And they got organic. Yeah, they did. So, but I want to ask you because last year you had the difficult challenge of who the, who, who was on the panel last year? Robert folks? Gibbs and Carl Rove. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, right. Okay, so I, so here's my question to you: Which was more challenging? Oh <laughs> wow! Um, they were both challenging in different ways. Different ways. Um, Robert and Carl were were really all about the political facts and what was happening. And, and, and uh, to be fair, I, I was really making sure that I wasn't intimidated just by the information. Um, <laughs> with these guys today, it's, it was less about the information and just more about the speed of the thought and the connections. And I just wanted to make sure that the ideas got connected. So I was trying to kind yeah. of morph that. So I would say that they were equally, <laughs> it, 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 no offense to men, but why is it always men? I mean, <laughs> come on, guys. No, I'm in a violent agreement with you on but that. That's I was uh, super excited. They were both fantastic panels this morning. Couldn't I was so excited. It was really, really thrilling. Uh, Gaby, I wanted to ask you, I'm going to switch gears on you yeah. and, talk, and talk about you. How did you get to become executive vice president of marketing? What's your, what's your background? Somebody picked me. I bet you ran, he ran away now. But no, I'm kidding. Um, you know, I've been uh, a marketer my almost my whole career. I uh, almost wanted to be a lawyer, and then I thought uh, I was too creative and might be a little, not my alley, not my speed. Right. Um, and uh, I, I'm, I've been told I'm a little bit of an extrovert. I'm not sure if anybody noticed that this morning. Um, That's possible. But uh, I really love, uh, I love technology, and uh, the part about technology that I loved the most was bringing it to market. 
Um, so marketing seemed like a good fit, and I've, you know, for the last 20 years uh, worked for some really great companies, nice. and Sage is my my current venture, and I love it and love the people, and, you know, I love the opportunity to kind of change the conversation in the market, so that's why I do what I do, but that's kind of, in a nutshell, me. Where, where you came from. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, we get to, I get to work with some advertising agencies, Ogilvy and, and others, and I'm just in awe of marketing because, like Peter Drucker, I believe, the basic functions of a business are only two things, innovation and marketing, because those are two that create results. He says everything else is just cost. And I wanted to ask you, with all of the social media and digital, how is marketing changing? Oh, it's, uh, it's at, at its core, it's still the same. But I think the tools that we use are, ex are obviously much more digital in nature. Um, it's absolutely imperative that uh, marketers understand how to use social media, how to harness it, um, how to um, make it something that is not just uh, a vehicle for pushing information, but a vehicle for pulling information for pulling as well. Yep. Um, and I think that uh, websites and uh, what that means for digital advertising is also really quite uh, an important element. You know, there's always the traditional stuff, uh, print media, etc. But I think that when you're taking a look at all of the things in your bag, the tricks that you have or the vehicles that you have, you need to put them together in a way that gets to your customers and, and gets your message out most appropriately. Um, the one last thing I'd say on that, though, is that most marketers are starting to realize that what's old is new. Mm -hmm. um, take this event for an, a great example. Um, events for about uh, five to seven years, maybe even almost ten in my field of expertise were were talked about as passe they were not something that you did anymore once the comdex died and all that kind of stuff people just didn't want to do events and slowly after the af about the last three to five it started to create a resurgence because what people are craving is that physical presence that uh, that evolution of your brand that they can touch and really come into contact with not everything can be digital so I think that there's always things that marketers need to be aware of you need to do the things that make the most sense for you but clearly be informed about digital because it's really the the place that are going to help you drive drive leads and revenue okay here's a loaded question for you uh -oh. but uh, <laughs> about 10 years ago there was a lot of talk oh brands are dead brand loyalty is dead <laughs> what do you think of brand loyalty is it dead it's never dead. Brands, brands never die. They just, you know, hibernate for a while. Um, I, think that, I think that everybody has to have some sort of brand loyalty, which is why we were talking about uh, how to, you know, find your fan base today. Um, we use a lot of different terms now, um, but essentially a brand is about having loyal customers and people who want to buy from you and who are willing to recommend you. And so brand loyalty is is something that everybody has to be worried about we'll couch it in different names um, but it's really about putting the customer first which is you know what we love here at sage we put the customer first and that's really the 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 center of our brand and so um, without it i really don't know who a company would be if they didn't have a mission like that to really kind of fulfill so no brand loyalty not dead um maybe just you know cloaked in something different. Different. Couldn't agree more. I don't think it's dead either. I, I think those people were proved to be totally false. But uh, yeah, no, I, I love that. And the other thing I would say too is um, not only are you guys listening to the customer and putting them first, you're also help leading them into a future that maybe they wouldn't go on their own. 
Yeah, you know, it's it's that's uh, that was a great takeaway from Matthew Weiner the, this morning. Um, it was it was truly when you are a brand, you have to be you have to be cognizant of what your story is, what your mission is. And sometimes that isn't something that people are ready for, but that's the value of a brand, right? The whole point is, is that it's your job to help people understand what your message is and what's important. That's key. Yeah, what, what, and, and what I personally have always loved about the Sage brand is that it's, it touches so many senses, or can, right? Yeah. It's, it's a color, it's a, it's a taste, right? It's a smell, um, you hear it, and it also has the, the idea of, hey, we're sage. It's wisdom too. There's a, it's something very deep and and and, and ethereal about it, and I, I really just embrace it. It's such it's a great sage it's a, summit 2015. It is. Well, thank you so much. Thank Absolutely. you, Gabe. We really it was appreciate it. To talk it. To you. Yes. Yes. Thanks. 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 All right. You want the truth? Face the facts. This is VoiceAmerica.com. Depend on it. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Now there's a new destination for video content. VoiceAmerica.tv. Just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, health and wellness, business, sports, green talk, power up motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High definition, premier quality programs available 24-7. VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support you. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com.
are tuned into The Soul of Enterprise with Ron Baker and Ed Kless. To find out more about our show, visit Verisage.com. You may also tweet us at Verisage. That's V-E-R-A-S-A-G-E. Now, back to The Soul of Enterprise. Well, welcome back, everybody. We're here at Sage Summit 2015, and Ed... This has been an amazing day. We've had Tom Hood on and Gaby, and now we've got Wayne Schultz from DSD Business Systems, uh, founded in 1984, headquartered in San Diego. And Wayne, welcome to the Soul of Enterprise. Hey, thank you very much. I was just over at one of the booths watching somebody win $5,000. It's the first time I've uh, seen that at Sage Summit, and that was kind of exciting. Yeah, it's kind of like a casino. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> I suggested gaming. that's... It's gaming, Ron. Oh, it's gaming. Not, it's that's right. Casino, the the casinos gaming. are on the boat right. on, in yeah. the river, yeah. <laughs> um, well, Wayne, why don't you give us a little bit of your background first? We'll start there. Well, you know, like I said, I started off in the uh, probably in the later part of the 80s, working with then it was Mass 90 accounting software. And gradually, you know, mag- migrated up through the different changes. I started off working at a CPA firm, and like a lot of people in the Sage Channel, probably did that work with Mass 90, and ultimately split off from there just because uh, it worked out a little easier for me to do it on my own. I've been doing it that way ever since, and I'm a relatively small guy in the channel. There's only a couple people in my office, including my mom, mm-hmm. who's the office manager. Uh, so. Um, we, you know, we have a lot of, lot of success. We do primarily ongoing support. Big believer in the whole fixed, am I using the right terminology? Fixed pricing? Yeah, yeah, oh, no, no, that's good. right. I want to make sure. <laughs> you, you didn't say value billing, so you're good. Yep, oh, yep. okay, that was going to be the next thing. I was gonna say. <laughs> uh, but uh, just huge, huge, enormous success with that um, to the point of where, you know, it just got a lot of, you know, value out of you guys telling us how to do it. And just saying, this is the way we do it. And surprisingly, once we, we told people this is the way it happens, they're all perfectly okay with it. It was one of those things where you say, oh, geez, if we make a change and we start to go to this type of pricing from hourly, you know, everyone's going to revolt. And I don't, I don't think we ever had a single person do that. That was interesting. I wasn't going to go there yet, but since you brought it up, I will. How did you make the transition? Did you start with your existing customers first, or did you start with new ones? Well, I, you know, I observed really early on what Sage was doing. Back then, it might have been state-of-the-art, where they went to uh, support plans, where they required their customers to have the plan. And I did the same thing, and I did it early. And I think that's where I got in ahead of some of the other people that maybe have struggled a little more. Because I was early in and built up a base of people that were on it. Because it's hard when somebody is used to paying you hourly and can sit down and say at the end of the year, geez, I only paid you $150. What do you mean that your annual plan might be $4,300 a year? Um, but when they're used to, when you've conditioned them to this is the way that we do business, it's all, you know, they don't even question it. So we don't take anybody. I mean, we won't take them on an hourly. We won't quote them in an hourly. And, we followed along with Ed's advice where what happens when somebody asks you, what's your hourly rate? And you know, we don't have one. We don't have timesheets. So we, c- we couldn't give it to you. Right, right. Well, I, you know, Ed's idea about the whole access level agreement or whatever you want to call them, Ed, um, the fact that you're selling insurance, right? If their system goes down, they know you, you guys are going to be there and, or, or any problems they might have. And, and they're really buying insurance. That's ba- yeah, that's basically it. And, you know, people will probe you to try to go around and say they want to piecemeal it. They just want to pay as they go. And the real issue is you have to be absolutely comfortable before you walk into that first meeting with saying, we don't do it. Here's the options. It's A, B, or C. There's not a D. There's not an option that says, we're going to define what we pay you or we're going to learn what you charge per hour. 
And as soon as you're very comfortable with that, surprisingly a large number of people are comfortable with it as, as well. They just want to ask the question. You know, they want to ask the question, but you don't necessarily have to, you know, bend to the way that they would prefer to pay. Sure. Ed, you were asking, you were, you were saying we should ask Wayne the story um, about the quote. The, the quote for what? The, uh, the, the support call, oh. the one-off. Oh, the one-off. So you ha- do you still have it on your website? I know is maybe now that you're in DSD, but where, where you have, hey, listen, if you want to contact me um, and you've never talked to me before, here are your, here are your three options. Yes. I mean, I've, I've worked really, really hard for a couple of reasons to, to pre-qualify people. Right. Because I don't like to go out and I don't like to sit there and ha- spend a lot of time. It can go into a couple hours and you come to the end of the day and they're like, well, we don't really have the money or we really want we, our last person. We were paying $20 an hour. So I definitely on the website at various times have said, hey, look, if you are looking for this, this or this, take a look in Google. You know, there's a lot of people that do this, you know, <laughs> this, this and this in Google. You know, let me help you find them. And I had dinner with somebody last night that said, you know, they were in Denver. And they said, geez, you know, nine years ago I called you. the only person that would return my call. Um, and you pointed us to another partner happens to be in the DSD network. And we've been with them for eight years. And it was the best advice. It was the best partner that we ever gave. You know, when the referral is, is a valid one, that's something that we like to do as well. Mm-hmm. Always, we're always looking at when it comes in, what does the customer want us to do? Awesome. Well, uh, but what I really liked about yours is the, ho- the whole thing that you have that just says, hey, listen, if you want to get back to me in an hour and you don't know me, it's, what is it, 1500 bucks? Oh, right. Yeah, yeah you know, because uh, we, we diagnose the situation first. Well, so. I, I completely ripped off, you know, everything from, <laughs> and I make no bones about it. People ask, you know, can we borrow this? And there's nothing really mysterious to it. I had ripped it off and used it. The secret is really that I started to use it. Now, I didn't talk about it or think about it or come up with the reasons that I couldn't use it. And the way that I do it is I call it a uh, diagnostic case, right? Because I'm not going to solve it. In most cases, I will solve it, but I call it a diagnostic fee. It's keyed on how quickly you want me to get back because that's really what the customer values, right? If you're sitting down and you can't use your accounting system and you get somebody within an hour when your regular partner or some, whoever you've been using won't call you, they are and they will pay you. I've been on uh, cruise ships when I've been out of the office and I've had my friend uh, Robert Wood cover for me. He, he serviced two people that did that and made uh, roughly, I think it was around $1,300. He spent five minutes maybe. The people were happy. happy. They were delighted. <laughs> Somebody called them and fixed the problem because they knew up front what it was. Right. They needed it right away and they needed it solved. Yeah, that, uh, it's, I think that's the insurance component of it. And there's something very interesting about insurance. We pay for it and we don't mind when we don't use it. We're actually right. happy not to use it. Right, and it, that's also a mindset, I think, when you go through and talk with customers, is there are certain customers that you're just not going to convince away against the way that they're used to buying, right. and you have to be okay with walking away. One of the problems that people have is they're not okay with walking away. So like, well, you know, we really can't afford not to have that customer come with us, so we'll make a one-time exception. All right, they get to the end of the year, and they have, you know, 15 or 20 new customers that are all one-time exceptions, and they've never been able to work off of the billable hour. I mean, that's clearly the best thing financially that has ever, ever happened. Can you speak to that? Can you, can you talk about how it's affected not revenue, profit, but also the customer relationship and the way you work and what you focus on? Sure, I mean, we offer you know, everything I tell customers. Everything is fixed fee. Everything is 100% money back guarantee. And we don't, you know, I do it a little bit different. In, in other words, I don't rely a lot on change orders. 
So if you're asking me to do an upgrade or something like that, I'm probably going to price in two or three change requests because mm -hmm. I know that's going to happen. Sure. And I just, I'm just very uncomfortable having that conversation. That's probably a weakness. But in terms of the um, enjoyment working with customers, I just enjoy doing that. If somebody says, hey, look, we've paid you, and, and we do go usually with the options of, of what they, and most of the people will, will choose a higher option of level of service. We'll do anything they want, including if it's on a weekend. A lot of times now we're starting to do things overnight, over the weekend, because their people are in the system. So it really has helped both our level of enjoyment because we're not tracking any of those kind of hours. In the customers, I think they like knowing that they're not going to be getting any, any kind of surprise bill. Yeah. Well, one thing that I found, Wayne, it, uh, this helps you, and I'm, not, and I'm now, you know, diagnosing before fully understanding your problem. Isn't that so malpractice? This, yeah, it is malpractice. Okay. So, but but <laughs> you, <laughs> you, you mentioned that you don't do the, the, the whole change request uh, thing because you're uncomfortable with the conversation. One one thing that I've seen cer certain other people do is to say, okay, listen, if we're going to charge you 1500 bucks for this upgrade, I'm just making up the number, right? You should probably have $300 as a contingency for potential change requests and just plant that seed, mm -hmm. right? And then if the change request comes up, you know, remember this is what we were talking about. So th and that, that's helped a lot of people to get past that because you're just setting it up ahead of time. Yeah. But um, what I want to do is I want to ask you, well, tell you that uh, you you are very flattering toward Ron and I. You have actually contributed to the uh, the, the intellectual property of the Verisage Institute with a very important question that we always talk about whenever we talk about pricing. I don't know if you're aware of this or not. I actually almost, well, I know I always refer to it as the Wayne Schultz question. We have this, the 20 questions to ask before you set price. And it's, you know, what's the value? Well, you know, how busy are your resources? And you probably know what's coming now, which is what's the state of of the customer's restroom? Yeah, and that's my yeah. <laughs> In fact, Wayne, somebody just tweeted me that cop pick, had a had my book open, took a picture of that that sentence, and said, "Ron, what's the story behind this?" <laughs> We're now telling the story, so tell tell the story. Well, you know, I, I do a lot. Of, it, it, it used to be a lot more of on-site work. Uh, unfortunately, these days, it, it's more not on-site. But in the days when I was going on site, one of my bellwethers would be when I would go to the customer, I would excuse myself to go to the bathroom. General rule of thumb, which I've always found to be true, clean bathroom, well taken care of employees, well taken care of company. Sloppy bathroom, towels all over the floor, employees that probably are a rotating door. It has <laughs> just always helped. It has always worked. I'm sure there's, you know, exceptions to it. No, it's true. If they don't, if this is how they take care of their employees, how are they going to take care of their vendors? Uh, exactly, exactly. So, uh, and I, 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 you have said to me when we've had conversations in the past. So I don't know if it's happened. You says it, and it's never been wrong. No, it's an, and those are the ones that you enjoy the most. They have a clean office facilities. Usually, you know, the bathroom is the spot that nobody ever sees. So this is the things that they do when somebody doesn't see them doing things. Right. And when they take care of that, that's generally a good predictor of the type of company. So, so I often suggest now, you know, you should build it in as, a, as an added field into your CRM system. You know, Clean call, bathroom. Call like the, yeah, well, the potty checklist. index or something. That may be like... <laughs> <laughs> might help out, and then, well, and it, I believe it should be a factor in pricing, right? Now, you've said you you have encountered a couple times where you've just said, "I'm not I'm not even going to propose here," 
right? I'm, oh, sure. Because this is your. Have you seen your restroom? It's disgusting. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to send you it's a, a proposal, right? But but you, but it can affect your pricing, right? Because you would say, hey, listen, I will probably increase the price on these people, knowing that it's a revolving door because of this predictive indicator that you use. I well, think it's you fantastic. Know, well, you're always looking when you go to meet with new customers because what they tell you, there's always two sides to the story. All right. So somebody who seems like they have everything together, you have to do maybe a little less probing than somebody where you're like, oh, this is a nasty place, it's dirty. But I've gone into nasty, dirty buildings like machine shops, and yeah. you go to the bathroom and they're spotless. Yep. And you're just like, this is some place where they're taking care of their employees. Awesome. Yep. Great stuff. What other insights can, can you give uh, people, Wayne, on, on making that transition? Was it? Did, did, you, did you just switch all of a sudden, or did you try to do it gradually? Well, I always think it's a little bit easier to do with brand new customers, right? Because they they're not trained. Your existing customers are trained. So the existing customers, hard part. Uh-huh. New customers, this is just the way we do it. And all you need is this little document. I share it fair with anybody yep. that wants it. Hey, yep. here you go. I'm not saying it's the best thing in the world. It's, but actually, you take a, it. it's actually a Google Doc. You, 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 it's like, a Google Doc. You, 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 he gives them the Google Doc link. It's sure, <laughs> sure. So take this, use it as your own. I don't care. I'm not in the business of selling documents. You know, put your own company name in it. But it's you have to have something and start somewhere with your options. Yeah, it's, and and there are fantastic options that you developed. I I like to show your stuff all the time, and people are blown away. He. He just puts this on his website, like I could use this? Yeah, and he's told me. Well, I run into partners all the time that say, geez, you know, why do you put so much tech info? Aren't you outselling yourself? People are going there, and they're looking up the answers themselves, and they don't use you, and it's not at all what happened. Wayne, um, I'd, I'd like to ask you, uh, what do you think about... Um, oh, is that our music? Uh, We're out of time? One more minute. One more, One more minute. minute. Go ahead. Uh, okay. <laughs> Short answer, Wayne. Uh, oh, boy. Wow. Is the uh, pressure's on. Well, well no, it wasn't. Uh, well, what did you think about getting rid of timesheets? That's what I wanted to ask you. But that's probably longer than the time we have. Well, it was very easy when I came up with the answer about people saying, you know, what's your billable hour or what's your rate? We just don't have timesheets. Great. That was it. Ed told me to do that. I said that. It was like magic. <laughs> it, was it works. It just works. No, there's no if or but about it. Wayne Schultz, DSD, Excellent. thanks for being a guest on The Soul of Enterprise. Thanks, really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Wayne. Okay, that was right. great. Thank Bye. you. You want the truth? Face the facts. This is VoiceAmerica.com. Depend on it. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. As an entrepreneur, you're on an adventure. But there are parts of your business, like revenue and expenses, that don't feel very adventurous. At Sage One, we get it. We give you tools like easy invoicing, simple accounting, and reporting, so you can tackle your less exciting tasks by automating them. Stronger control of the numbers means more opportunities for profits. Sage One has integrated payment options that can actually increase your cash flow. Getting paid faster? Yes, please. It's time to take the boring out of business and get back in the action. Visit sageone.com today. Your free trial is waiting. Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to voiceamerica.com. You are tuned into The Soul of Enterprise with Ron Baker and Ed Kless. To find out more about our show, visit verisage.com. You may also tweet us at Verisage. That's V-E-R-A-S-A-G-E. Now, back to the soul of enterprise. And also, we want you to take a look at Facebook.com slash Voice America for some pictures of the event that we've had, Sage Summit 2015. And, Ron, we've had our first no-show of a guest yeah, I know, bummer, but that's okay. Only and the last one, so it's ever, it's, you know, it's all worked out really well. But oh, we have somebody else with even better. So, uh, Jeff Spinard of Voice America, welcome to the Soul of Enterprise. Why, thanks for having me, even though I'm just a fill-in here. A <laughs> uh, uh, little-known fact, Jeff, you are a big boss. So, <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. I mean, we have an executive producer, but you founded the entire station. Yes. Why don't you tell us how that came about? Well, I tell you what, I've been in media for almost 21 years now. I ran several 50,000-watt uh, uh, talk stations. Uh, what I wanted to do is accomplish more for the clients I work with. So back in, well, it had to be about 98, I had my first conversation uh, with the company that was doing online uh, music. And we had a discussion early 99 and uh, about how to bring talk to the internet uh, life. So uh, by the end of 99 launched voiceamerica.com which was the first live all talk network online and it was just something where i could take my clients that were not getting the type of audience that they wanted to build reach out to the world a lot of course was national first and then we grew international but you know that was uh that was the biggest reason why i got into the business you know media i loved media but I wanted more for my clients, so internet radio was the way to go. That's internet was. So get let me answer. get let me get this right. You wanted to do something for someone else. You are correct, right? Yeah, yes. which has been the entire theme Give. of not only the Soul of Enterprise but this conference, yes. which is it's all about how can we figure out what other people need first. Correct. And then we do that for them, and yes, they happen to pay us. 
but the whole idea is that we have to know we have to concentrate on them outside our organization what's Agreed. going on and find out what those things are so Agreed. that's that's why this has been a wonderful partnership yep. both with sage yep. and with ron and i and with voice america because we I are totally you, all on the same page when you give it's amazing what comes back right. you know you put it out there and it comes back to you tenfold it, it, i so believe i'm not a cliche kind of guy but it it's a truth. No, yep. it is uh, true. And just the fact that we're doing this this show here, I think, is an example of exactly that. Exactly right? right. Right. So, yeah, which is fantastic. So, what, I asked you this. We went out to dinner last night, but I so I know your answer. But was share with us. Coming here, what what were you thinking? I'm going to the accounting show. <laughs> no, no, actually, <laughs> of course, obviously, no. You say right, right, I right. was expecting, you know, a grandeur, which that's what we have here. Right. But what really really caught my eye was the fact that. The way it's set up with Sage has theaters that are all around where there are speakers that are talking about, you know, business and, and technologies in business and, you know, and the people that, you know, that's in on the conference floor. Uh, but then you've got the uh, the breakout rooms where you've got, I mean, Colin Powell, Tony Hawk, you know, Chad uh, uh, Hurley. Hurley, yeah. Yep. That was a big, uh, big mistake. But anyway, Jane Chima, the, the, all the, the, just the entire event, the way it's set up inside and the people that have come, yeah, amazing. Yep, Gabe was it. just on it, and, and, and I really do believe it's all about conversations and yes. different, different levels of conversations, conversations before 5,000 people, conversations before 500 people, conversations before 50 people, conversations for five people, conversations for one person. Correct. So it, it, it's just it's fantastic. That's great. Yeah. That's great. And one yep. of our, one of our ta- uh, little taglines is the conversation starts here. Yeah. <laughs> so wow, true. even more synergy. See that? Synergy. Yeah, it just keeps working. Keeps working. <laughs> Jeff, for uh, some of the folks it. who may be interested in Voice America, can you get, kind of give some background on it? It's got, what, six or seven different channels? There's and eight genre-based channels. Uh, eight. I have a variety of channels, something for everybody. Uh, we have a health and wellness channel. We have a business channel, an empowerment channel, which empowerment is you know, some of the big national speakers that are, you mm-hmm. know, guys like John Gray and Deepak Chopra has been on. And, you know, uh, a lot of a lot of uh, uh, uh notable authors uh that's the empowerment channel uh then we have uh actually we have a kids channel uh our kids it's all my, my son by the way my, my son my son is 10 and he he's like dad can you get me a show actually you can we're gonna get we're gonna, he wants uh, to do it he wants to do a kids sports show and I'm like, oh, I don't know. But, so, well, but, but yeah, have you talked to him? Do you know, is he good? Does he know his sports? He oh. does. Know, yes, he, he knows he his knows sports. His, he knows his I sports. I can vouch for that. Ten, ten, yeah. ten, ten <laughs> to seventeen, we're good to go. All right, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll just have to do a little audition. <laughs> That's great, though. So, yep, uh, kids. Yeah. And then what was the, there's one last one. I'm sorry. The to women's network. women's network, right? Yep. Okay. In good. fact, the women's network. I just launched uh, for uh, June first. Okay. So. Yep. Uh, that's uh, starting to build. Uh, it's growing fast. Uh, we've got some excellent, excellent women. In fact, Prudence is one of the uh, women who people have heard throughout the broadcast this week. Uh, and of course, you know, it's building every week. So, yep. And the and the live and this live stream with live events, right? That's kind of a. a this is because of you guys. This, awesome. This, wow. this live <laughs> this live events channel that we put together. This was specifically come down to wow. the. Sage uh, Summit 2015 because of Ed and 
Wow. Wow. We that's are awesome. That's beautiful. That's, that's an honor. <laughs> yeah, it is. We, well, we can say we were the first at something, Ron, in our lives, <laughs> yeah, right? Okay. Just to say the, but you know, it's really so, good to hold that. Yeah, that, that, it that is. Tag, yeah, it is. It is. So, so that means that I, I uh, imply that maybe you guys are thinking of doing more of this type of thing. Maybe not just Summit Absolutely. 2016. Yay. Yep. But yep. at other places. That's cool. Yep. And I, that was, you know, when we decided to put this channel together. Yes, it was for this purpose, but it was for, yes, we're going to be at many other events doing live programming on site. Uh, you see Ryan, who's been here uh, all Yay, day. Yay, Ryan. Every day. I just want yes, a big Ryan. shout out yes. to Ryan. Yeah. Ryan is fantastic. Right. Yes. Technical uh, stuff. We're just giving you shout outs. Kudos, Ryan Treasure. Yep. And Robert. Robert Cellino. Yep, yep. Robert Cellino. All of you guys here have been great. Yeah. But, you know, it's, as soon as the day's, uh, day's done, live broadcast, he's got it by the end of the night ready to go so people can go listen to it on demand. I know. I know. And gave up his headset yesterday because we had a surprise extra guest. Now that's, <laughs> that, that, that was nice of him. <laughs> And, and Jeff, what's great about it is it's a worldwide reach. Yeah. I mean, even our show has Lithuania, Ron. Listeners all. I mean, we get emails from Germany and just all. And that's just awesome. Yes, it is. Uh, it's surprising, and it might only be one listener from this country, but yeah. our stats show us 182 countries. Wow. So that's that's, wow. pretty, that's pretty serious. How many that's countries incredible. are there? Do something? I think there's something. 196. Well, and North Korea yeah. doesn't count because yeah. they don't have internet. So <laughs> yeah, when yeah, you yeah, yeah, you got to let us go. We're one of the other ones that that China lets in. So it, I'm pretty proud really? about that one. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I remember yep. you telling me that. I also want to ask you when you picked the name Voice America, was there confusion with Voice of America? Let me tell you what happened with that. Uh, Voice of America was actually about ready to back out of the broadcast now, you know obviously it's government it's all that it's well all that it, it was our propaganda channel yes, right? Exactly. I mean that's really what it was <laughs> yep and they were about to shut it down nine months after uh, we took the name Voice America because we weren't going to take Voice of America sure uh, they decided okay we're going to keep broadcasting but you guys are cool with Voice America just put a disclaimer on your your channel that ah. you're not affiliated with Voice of America so it, they were cool about it, and but they're still around. So, right, yeah. right. <laughs> Has there been confusion the or propaganda? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. We a lot of times people say Voice, Voice of America. America. Voice of America. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. <laughs> right. Voice America. <laughs> well, we've got a w about one minute left, Ron, and uh, this is the third show that we've done here from the show floor. It's been just such a blast. Oh, three minutes. Sorry, I'm looking at my. Oh, okay. You got the right there. <laughs> Obviously, faulty <laughs> Apple Watch. Sorry. <laughs> but uh, and it's just been such a such a fun time down here. I mean, uh, I get you know. There's a there's an old Steve Martin routine. You remember this? He goes, you know, he's, he sings like this crazy song. At, at at the end of it, he goes, "But the most amazing thing to me is." I, I get, get paid, paid for, for doing, doing this. this. Yeah. yeah, I remember <laughs> that. Yeah, and it's what like a this. Awesome. This is this is great. This is like part of the, this. Is why people, Ed, you have the best job in shades. Yes. 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 You do. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I, I've heard that for days now. So I get. I gotta love <laughs> that. I gotta love that about you, Ed. Yep. Yep. So and I, I just want to personally thank. And I'm sure Ron does too. So I'll, I'll let you say your thank yous. But thanks to you, and Robert. 
and Ryan and everyone from Voice of America, the other hosts oh. who've come down and, and broadcast and, and just kept this this thing going and the top spinning and, you know, even, you know, one, one guest down, everything executed flawlessly, absolutely flawlessly in our ability to change on a dime. And there was some challenges with the Internet, but nope, persevere. We make it, make the adjustments, and you guys are just great. So thank you. Thank you from my, the bottom of my heart. completely to, to appreciate that. Thank you for the invite to come down. Uh, it, like I said, it stemmed new business or new ideas for Voice America. So, and, and Jeff, uh, I want to say thank you too. I told Robert this, but he's a dream maker, and you literally have changed my life by giving me a shot being on the radio. So, thank Ron, you I so much. That. That's, that's, that's it's huge. That, that's a compliment, huge. you guys. I'm, I'm tearing <laughs> up over here. <laughs> thank you so much for taking a shot at uh, two unknowns. Absolutely. All right. Right. Thank you. Thank we'll you, see it. We'll see it. We'll see. I can't do the math here, Ron. What would be like a, a year's uh, a worth year, of no, hours? Forget it. I can't do it either. Because <laughs> we usually sign off a year. We'll see you a year from now. It's say summit, summit 2016. All right. Informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com.